Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 5, Episode 1, Table for How Many? In Season 5, we explore Relationship Workout Core Number 4, Emotional Availability, discussing how to answer the foundational question, are you both ready to fall in love again? This question is highly relevant for both men and women to answer when they start dating, especially if they are bucket three partners looking for their forever person. So why is emotional availability a core strength area? Well, simply put, it's difficult to impossible to truly fall in love with someone new if you still have feelings wrapped up with someone from the past. Broken hearts don't heal by themselves, regardless of who instigated the breakup, and an unhealed heart can stay attached to an ex with various stuck emotions. Therefore, if two people are going to give 100% to a new relationship, then it's important they're both emotionally available. Otherwise, they might sabotage what could be something special with emotions pining for the past. Let's say you're picking up your date for maybe the first or second time. It's early days. You, of course, address to impress. You know she's fine, so you're pulling out all the stops to win her affection. You walk up to her door and knock. A few moments later, she appears dressed in one of the sexiest outfits you've ever seen. A peak of some tantalizing cleavage and tight in just the right places. We're talking alluring and provocative. Yes, she's bringing her A-game to the table as well. Nice and appreciated after all. You're not chopped liver either. Out at a fancy restaurant now, sitting at a romantic table for two, the conversation flows as the chemistry screams. You smile inside. Perhaps, perhaps you found your forever person. Hold on. Not so fast. Even though there are only two chairs at the table, are you completely sure it's just you two sitting there? The thing is, unless you haven't hit puberty yet, or you've been living and dating exile your entire life, you have had at least one and likely more past relationships. No doubt, the woman you've started to date has had her list of one or more past loves as well. Every one of these exes could still be spinning in one or both of your heads and in your unhealed broken hearts. In fact, the table could be surrounded by past loves that one or both of you are bringing unconsciously to dinner and to the relationship. The cold reality is that time doesn't necessarily heal every broken heart. Hearts don't heal automatically. It's not like a cut you can simply put a band-aid on. There's no surgical cure either. You can't cut out the pain your ex may have left in your achy, breaky heart. Instead, each broken heart needs to be healed deliberately through what's called the grieving process. Otherwise, the person with a broken heart can get stuck indefinitely in negative emotions such as anger, fear, sadness, or guilt. These unresolved pain points can then become demons from the past conditioning, getting infused right into the new intimacy and eventually showing up as self-created drama. Ever heard, I love you, but I'm not in love with you? So why does a broken heart not heal by itself? Well, there are a few simple reasons. One, well, losing someone you love can really hurt. Yep, that's an obvious point. Two, we're not taught how to heal a broken heart through grieving to bring long-term and permanent healing. Three, we tend to seek relief through short-term pleasure, which just masks the pain and interferes with the healing process of grieving. And four, when we interfere with the healing process of grieving, we can get stuck, sometimes indefinitely, in negative feelings such as anger, sorrow, sadness, fear, or guilt.
Indeed, no matter how much macho tough guy you might bring with your game, lost love can tie up your insides in chest-crushing knots. If she broke up with you, then the pain can feel utterly intense. One day you're in your lover's arms, and then the next day, nothing. Crickets. She's gone. For whatever reason, she doesn't want to or can't be with you anymore. Your hopes have been shattered. Even if she lives around the corner from you, you won't be seeing her again, at least not as intimate partners. Rejection. If you broke up with her, the pain could also feel utterly intense. Yes, your mind might think and know that breaking up with her was the right thing to do, but that doesn't mean you still don't love her, and now you're the one who ripped your love away. It's awful. Unfortunately, rarely does anyone teach us how to heal our hearts. We don't take Healing Hearts 101 in school. <laughs> Likewise, your parents probably didn't teach you how to heal lost love either. Rather, we tend to just follow our own instincts, and our instincts tell us to avoid pain and seek pleasure instead. Well, there's no rocket science there. And indeed, no one likes emotional pain, so our instinct is to replace the pain with pleasure ASAP. Understandably, as the negative stories and feelings surrounding a breakup can feel to be just too much to handle, lost love has transformed you from a confident stud to a weeping lamb. So how have you spelled short-term relief in the past? Tried any of these tricks? One, emotional retreat, denying that you need love. Or two, rebounding, right into a new relationship. Let's, let's talk about the two. First, emotional retreat, which is what women tend to do, although men certainly do this as well. To emotionally retreat is to deny needing love again. This person may or may not return to the dating scene as she's certainly not going to give her heart away again. It just, it just hurt too much when it was broken and she thinks another guy can't be trusted with her heart again. She's not going to be made a fool a second time around. When a person emotionally retreats, they're often dealing with feelings of abandonment. It's just too painful to feel dependent on another only to have him suddenly and permanently leave. Here she was depending on the person she loved to be there and for whatever reason he left, leaving feelings of betrayal and hurt in the wake of his absence. This person more than likely will become very independent and act like she doesn't need a deeper connection with others. She can take care of herself. As a result, this person may devote a tremendous amount of energy outwardly, for instance, focusing on charities or diving into her career. Of course, healing others in need can be a good thing, as can be making one's career a priority. However, the emotional unavailability comes into play when the person gives at the expense of her own needs, denying she has needs in the first place. The focus outward also allows this person to think about external things and to avoid having to sit with herself and feel her unresolved hurt. The second act that creates short-term relief is the rebound, which is what men tend to do, but women do this as well. In other words, another available route from the unresolved pain caused by a lost love well, is to run fast and furiously back in the dating pool and into someone else's bedroom. Replace the X with sex pronto. A person on the rebound is bound to lower the bar around which bed he'll sleep in. As long as she's breathing, willing, and recently showered, maybe all it takes. Sex for him at this point is more about finding short-term soothing escape rather than a potential special partner. Like the person in emotional retreat, this person may also be dealing with negative residual feelings of abandonment, betrayal, hurt, and distrust. The difference is the person on the rebound is bringing another person into his emotional chaos.
Either route may bring short-term relief from the unresolved feelings of lost love, but neither route takes someone back on a path to love again. In fact, taking either route, emotional retreat or rebound, will probably move the person further away from being able to commit to another in the long term. And why is this? Well, the person in emotional retreat won't be able to commit because she will never let anyone get close enough to truly fall in love again. Likewise, the person on the rebound won't be able to commit to someone new because he'll still have unhealed love for a person from the past. In fact, he or she is likely to go running back to the ex if given the opportunity. In the long run, neither of these short-term get-me-some-relief ASAP approaches will ultimately free you from lost love and enable your heart to be open to love again. Actually, there is a process to healing lost love and this process is called grieving which is a topic of episode two. Can you spell grief? <music> <laughs>